This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Ovation Bistro and Bar. Let me tell you, there's nothing better than Ovation Bistro and Bar. I'll tell you what, you got to try their Bravo Tacos. You can get them in chicken, beef, pork, or fish. Not to mention, they're pet friendly. If you want to bring your pet, feel free. They've got an outside patio and the gorgeous weather we're having in Florida right now. There isn't a better time than now to bring your pet down to Ovation Bistro and Bar. Also, don't forget to mention the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce because if you do, you'll get either a free house wine or a Bud or Miller Lite draft for free on the happy hour and speaking of happy hours they've got happy hour all day where you can get two for one wines two for one wells or two for one bud light or miller light drafts johnny how do they find them you can find them on facebook at facebook.com forward slash ovation bistro and also reservations are available upon request give them a call at 863-354-6967 and remember to tell them that the happy Happy hour with with johnny Johnny and deuce sent you Hey, this is the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, and we are live from Sci-Fi Bartow here in beautiful Bartow, Florida. The weather's been amazing. We can't complain. And with us, we have a very special guest, the king of the B-movies, Joel D. Winecoop. <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? We're doing terrific. I'll tell you what. Uh, Sean was the one who turned me on to you. So, really? So, yeah, and he started showing me some of your stuff. And I'm going to say, what, what got you into acting? Uh, actually, my partner, uh, Tim Ritter, when um, we wanted to do a bunch of short stories, which turned out to be Twisted Illusions, and one of the stories was called Truth or Dare, and um, I was just kind of writing writing one of my stories, and it was just going to direct, and um, Tim said, I got this character named Mike Strawberry, he's just got to be really crazy and stuff, and he handed me the script, and I was looking at it, and I go, what, like this? Like... You dare me to rip my chest open. I'll rip it open. Truth or dare. Truth or dare. And right then he said, you got to do the part, man. And I go, you want me to do it? And he's like, yeah, man, you got to do that. So, right. I mean, I'd, I'd always wanted to act. Super 8 stuff I did. But when we were doing this, I wasn't going to do any acting. I was just going to yeah. direct a couple of my shorts. But then I did that for Tim. And he was like, man, you got to do that part. And I go, really? And he goes, yeah. So I ended up doing Mike Strauber. Now, the guys that gave us a million dollars, Peerless Films, to do the movie Truth or Dare, um, they, they didn't like me as much because they yeah. got, um, uh, oh, my God, I can't, I can't remember his name now. But the guy, oh, John Brace. Oh, there you go. Who's a Burt Reynolds um, actor at the theater. And uh, he tried out for the part, and they really liked him a lot, and, yeah. and he got the role and stuff. So Oh, awesome. But, but that was cool. That's, that's, that's kind of how that, I mean, I always wanted to do the acting. But as far as that, I wasn't going to do anything in Twisted Illusions, and it was Tim that said, you got to do yeah. that part as Mike Strauber. And right. then after that, I was pretty much really hooked on wanting to do the acting and And, and then you the got movies. the bug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had it with the Super 8 stuff in the 70s. Right, right. right. And like I said, it was just, but not until he really said it, and then I was like, wow, if, if he was kind of impressed and he liked that, maybe there's other people that'll like, you know, right. my stuff that I can do and perform and stuff, so. Out of all your projects you've done, which one has been your favorite so far? Um, there's a voyage home is playing behind us. I know. <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps already. <laughs> I got that in three tunes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I like Creep a lot. Creep's always been my favorite. In fact, someone was just at me, and that's one of the movies that yeah, you, yeah. I was that just you're selling you. it. Yeah, food. yeah. And also, uh, where can they find it online? Because you've got an online store with your DVDs, yeah, right? Yeah, they can, uh, if they go to www.joeldwinecoop.com. All my movies are up there. Awesome. Check and it Ron, out. He's got good stuff. Yeah, yes, and Ron Bonk, if you're listening to me, one of my distributors, I swear I'm getting the Joel D. Wanker collection down. <laughs> I just haven't got on there to get it off because he says, Joel, I can't have you selling that and competing with me. So I apologize. I will get that down. I just haven't got to the website to do it yet, but I will do it. <laughs> Buy all the other ones that are on there. Creep yeah. and Dirty Cop and all and those. And Bad Cop, No Donut. Dirty Cop, No Donut. There, Dirty yep. Cop, No Donut. Creep, <laughs> Wicked Games, Screaming for Sanity, Lost Faith, Wicked Games, Demon, Light of Blood, uh, Twisted Illusions, Killing Spree. Wow. Uh, and a bunch more. <laughs> if you had to guess, how many movies have you been in? A little over 100 now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Hardest working man, I tell you. Hardest working man in television movies. I I don't feel like a lately. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing going on. No, no, I shouldn't say that. I'm doing Slasher slasher Weekend. I keep saying that. I'm saying I'm not doing anything. I've been killing myself editing this thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Slasher Weekend. That's something we started that 10 years ago. It was just a short. Yeah, and then then I, I said... I was telling somebody else, I go, these dang filmmakers that don't finish their projects, and I go, damn. I go, I'm one of, <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those damn yeah. filmmakers that didn't finish his project. So I took <laughs> it out, course. cut it all together. It was 40 minutes long, and I said, you know, now we got a movie called Slasher Weekend, but there's no slashings in it. Yeah. So I set it up to go out and, and set up all, all the kill scenes. Yeah. There's four uh, four girl scenes where they, like a Jason yeah, type yeah, is yeah. out there killing them all. Yeah. yeah. And uh, set all those scenes up. They came out pretty cool. And then I did a little wraparound with Bob Glazer, who's uh, up in um, the uh, Lakeland area, an actor. Yep. And, uh, or Plant City. And he's going to be in it. He opens yep. the movie and closes the movie. And, uh, yeah, and did all the credits and everything. So that'll, that'll be coming out probably sometime in June maybe. And then my other movie, The Bite, should be being released soon too from Cult Movie Mania. Well, you got to let us know because we'd love to have you on so you can promote it yep. and put it cool. out there where they can get it from. Where can they order it? Where can they cool. go see it? Just come in any. We have an open door policy with the Happy Hour and Johnny yeah. Deuce. Anytime you want to come in, call. You just stop in the studio. Know. You want to plug something? Just just come on and we'll have you on. So, awesome, love it. Definitely. Bites coming out through Cult Movie Mania. No, nice. is that B I T E? B I T E for bite. B I T E, right? Okay. The bite. The, the bite. bite. That's awesome. one of the vampires that are taking over the world. My character Nick Hazard has to come in there and and beat all the vampires. And if he destroys the head vampire, everything will go back to the way, the way it, was. it was. Yeah. So, what are some of your influences? You would say. Uh, Chuck Norris, of course. Big Chuck <laughs> Norris fan. Yeah. Um, uh, well, Clint Eastwood. Oh yeah. All the Dirty Harry stuff. For sure. For sure. Um. I like Jason Statham's really cool. I like yeah. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, 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 and think of Liam Neeson now. He's got like two movies out now at the and same the, time. Plus all his other ones all yeah. taken. <laughs> and it all he all, all it all kind of came from um, Dark Man. Yeah. When when he did Dark Man, I mean. Oh, he was that's right. Really that's right. I forgot about that. That he yeah. did Dark Man because I've been watching all of his movies lately, and it seems like he's kind of got t- typecasted where I'm. I'm basically doing Taken in every movie I'm doing lately because it's all the same kind of action-y, thriller yeah. kind of stuff, Yeah. And which I love him, so I'm glad he's yeah. getting work. And it's great because I love having an action star that's over the age of 40, which is yeah. awesome. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. And my dad loves him. He's like, yeah. this old dude whooping some ass. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's true. Yeah. It, well, you know, when it comes to when it comes to Liam Neeson, it's like you almost forget the Schindler's List 
Liam Neeson. Like, I mean, he was he was a solid like yeah. Like he was like a uh, Oscar nominated actor, and then all of a sudden it's like he did the Star Wars movies, and then he's yeah. kind of changed his whole career. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so he's gone from Star Wars to doing these action movies, and it's yeah. kind of revitalized his career because I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, he did some amazing films, and uh, it was it Love Actually. He was fantastic yeah. in that as well. Another great movie. Uh, so what what type of movies? Do you like? I know you seem like your like your spectrum is like from this point to this point. It's huge. Like you talking about slasher films, you talking about horror films, you talking about just action movies. Do you have like certain favorites in mind that either your go to movies that you just love to watch? Well, I like the like the martial arts movies. Like my, like the bite had a lot of martial arts in it. Right. Alien Agenda Endangered Species did. Lost Faith does. Right. I still wanted to do the sequel to Lost Faith. That's like been in the works since I did, you know, did the first one. Right. Because um, I, li- I like that. And like you said about the, the older guy fighting, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm getting way up in age. But I, 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 I do fight scenes with a lot of guys that are a lot younger than me. And they're like, God, how can you keep up with us, man? Yeah. You're, that's <laughs> awesome, you know? Yeah. That you're, you know, you're still fighting. And, yeah. and sometimes I'm knocked down and I'm like, can someone help me up? And they'll yeah. come over and get me off the ground. But they're like, you're just I, – I did one movie for Jason LaCorey, um, Death Plots. And I do a scene where I fight this big, huge guy who's like six foot four, and I would continually hit him with these kicks, but I'm supposed to throw myself down afterwards. And this other actor would always run out and help me up off the ground, and brush me off, and he goes, "Damn, go, buddy, go, buddy!" <laughs> and he pushed me, and we do another scene, and yeah. before five, te- four or five times, but he would say that to me. He goes, "He goes, damn, man, I don't know, how, I don't know how yep. you can keep up, but keep going like this." So, yep. <laughs> well. I just I, I think it's awesome and the work you do is awesome and uh, like I said I th- I think it's cool and I I personally like it when I'm watching a movie and it's like the guys are in a bunch of twenty year olds running around like I like that it's like oh those are people closer to my age like yeah. I get it and you can relate to it more yeah, oh yeah and definitely that's the other thing these movie companies need to understand there's people besides the 18 24 demographic that are going to movies oh, yeah, that sure. want to see people yeah. they can relate to and you know yeah get behind yeah. so. Well, that's yeah. why a lot of the, you see a lot of the movies will do the team up with uh, the young kid. I forget who it was, but uh, uh, can't even the uh, I don't know. He's the teen heartthrob. He was teamed up with one of the older actors. I want to I want to say um, uh, what was the movie about? God, I can't remember now. Well, um, yeah. well I know yeah, for example, all, all I know, in black. Well, I know for example from, uh, the, from the Goonies, not the Goonies, yeah, from the Goonies, that kid and Lost Boys. He was one of the Frog Brothers. I just can't think of his oh, name. Oh, Corey Haim. Corey Haim. Yeah, yeah he was that's teamed right. up that's with um, oh, an, an older guy that's a big star. But anyway, that yeah. brings in the younger people and the yeah, older, right. older people, people at the same time. Right. Same, and that's what Stallone did with the Expendables. Yeah. Oh, that oh, was the, the smartest yep. thing he ever did in the world. Setting it up, the setting the future stars yeah. up yeah. for sure. I mean, I also equated to this is a lesser known movie, but uh, Josh Hartnett. Got a big break from when he was in a movie with, with Harrison, uh, Ford. Harrison, Ford. Harrison yeah. Ford. Yeah, yeah. So that th- I love that that actors do that. Like they see something in these kids, and they and they just kind of give them that little push, and then they open up and they expand. I mean, uh, some kids aren't as some actors aren't as lucky as Leonardo DiCaprio, where you're yeah. you're, you're born at birth, you're an amazing actor from yeah. the beginning. I mean, this kid when he was. Uh, growing pains and like you know you, you look at basketball diaries and then look at them all the way up to the top I mean this this Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. has done so much work and he's gonna be someone that you he's gonna he's gonna be acting to his final breath you yeah. know and that, yeah. that's something that love him or hate him you have to respect something yeah, like, yeah. like the guy can act his pants off I think oh. they said once the, after the doctor slapped him he started quoting Shakespeare <laughs> you know I mean he's been that way from the womb he's been at it, it so it, and thank God hopefully knock on wood we'll yeah. have him for another 50 60 years yeah. and get to watch him just continue to grow you kind of 
see what Matt Damon's doing now. Like he's getting a revival again because oh, yeah. he went through a while. You know, he was just the born guy for a while. Yeah, you know, yeah. after he did his, oh, uh, yeah. after he, d- he got his one as Oscar for a Good yeah. Will Hunting, it was like he kind of was like gone, and then he got back yeah. with the born, and then he yep. was kind of off. And now and he's, now going, he's back. going back to yep. the born. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's kind of you know coming back. You know, and it's just like you know just with anything things go through cycles. You know, everyone. Well, Travolta had, had that thing where Travolta's oh. career is just done until. Quentin Tarantino and Pulp Fiction. Then all of a sudden, oh, it's true. Yeah. Back on Good top. point. Yeah. Good point. That's an excellent point. Yeah, and it, it's, I think it's, it, there, sure, it's raw talent that you have to do what you're what you do, but it's also about knowing people and, and ingratiating yourself with people as well. Because if you're not a people person, I think it's really hard in this yeah. industry to be able to um, take the next step. Yeah. So it's like you know. Hey, I like this guy. He likes me. Let's do something together. And then yep. it kind of just branches off into something totally different, yeah. which is amazing. So it's, it's uh, like you. I mean, you're coming on, you know, this is the Happy Hour Giant Deuce. We're a podcast, exactly. and we're having a good time. You've been a supporter of ours since day one, and we really appreciate that. And, you know, we, we loved it. You were coming out here and having a good time. Sci-Fi Saturday, Sean Sardinsky's done an amazing yep. job yep. here today. Uh, we'll have a great third uh Oh, to do uh, this again, Saturdays. too. He did yeah. this last year, starting yeah. it off. This is the second. Yep, second yeah, annual. And, and here it yeah. is the second year. And then they, they got they, Number they, three they, is a lock. They yep. got the costume people yep. over at the courthouse to get that much cooperation yeah. out of a county is amazing. Oh, I yep. love it. It's, it's I mean, exciting. It, you know, I saw – although I did this in, in Fort Pierce back in 1989 when I was doing Lost Faith, there was no film liaison office in yeah. Fort Pierce. And I just went to the police captain – and I went to um, sheriff's department. Didn't have to do. Didn't have, you know? They let, I got to work around permits, insurance. Got the sheriff to work with me. Yeah. Got the uh, police officers to work with me. I had the cops, actual cops. They go, "You want me to draw my gun?" And they're pulling their revolvers out. And the captain was wow. like, "Holster that gun, man, uh, Wilson." Yeah. And the the uh, the captain. Uh, was like, you want me to use my gun? You, you want to use my gun in a scene? And then he would take the bullets out, and he goes, there you go, you can use my gun. <laughs> you know, <laughs> stuff that doing today, you know, yeah. <laughs> a lot of trouble. But True. it was yeah. great. You know, they, two police officers came up to me downtown Fort Pierce on 2nd Street, and they they, wa- they pulled into their squad cars, and they're walking over to me. And I told my cameraman, Steve, I said, man, I said, I think, I think I'm in some trouble here. There's yeah. the cops. And I go, can I help you guys? And they're like, are you Mr. Winecoop? And I go, yeah. And they go, we're uh, we're working for you today. Tell us what to do. Awesome. Oh, oh, can wow. you go block that street off? Block? <laughs> sure can. Whatever you want. We're That's gonna do. Amazing. That's amazing. Awesome. But I asked That's them awesome. if they chase me around the corner with their lights going. They go, no, we can't do that. We can't do that. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we gotta draw a line somewhere. Yeah. yeah, but it was pretty cool to be, you know, kind of in command of them for that day. Wow. Well, That's a- now because I love sitting underneath the learning tree. It's one of my favorite things. Oh, and yeah. Since we've got you here, what is your favorite behind-the-scenes story so far from any project you've done? Uh. One of them was on Alien Agenda, Endangered Species. Uh, Tim was kind of behind these trees shooting with the camera. And then beyond that was our cameraman, Rich Hoops, and he was behind this, like, bushes and stuff, and you couldn't really see him from a distance. But all you could see was me. And the girl, Tim's wife, she was in front of me on her knees, and I was pointing a gun at her head. Oh, good Lord. And this is in Jonathan Dickinson State Park. And we cleared it with security there that we were going to be doing this. But I had my gun pointed at her head. So from their vantage point, the two security that came up on us, all they could see was me pointing a gun, gun at to a her head. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as we were getting ready to shoot the scene, I didn't know they were there. All of a sudden I heard, whatever's in your hand, drop it now. Oh, no. And I, but I turned with the gun in my hand. And they go, drop it now, you're a dead man. And I go, okay. And then I threw it. I go, it's just a prop. And he goes, oh, those weapons on your belts? Because I have machetes oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. shurikens yeah. and all <laughs> kinds of stuff. You got a full ninja Drop the weapons. 
And I go, I can't. They're taped to my body because I had <laughs> tape wrapped around me to keep the weapons on me. And um, I said, all right, what's going on? And they came up, and we explained it to them. And, and then later I seen them in the um, – not a restaurant, but a snack bar. Yeah. Inside Jonathan Dickinson. And I walked in and I saw him. I was getting some um, uh, Powerade. And they were in there. And I said, hey, man, I just want to say, you know, thanks for not shooting me. Because they, they drew their guns on me. Ooh. Wow. And he yeah. goes, oh, he goes, I just would have winged you. My partner would have blew your arm off. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, thanks to your partner. <laughs> but that was, you know, that was kind of something. Because they, you know, actually drew their. When I was doing a Super 8 movie. I just figured I went to Suncoast High School on the weekdays so yeah. I could go there on the weekends, and we climbed the fence, three of us, and we were surrounded by the Riviera Beach Police Department. They all drew their guns on us, too. And when I was doing a Super 8 movie at the Sand Pit, the, these kids came up over the hill, and they said, what are you doing, mister? Because I had these um, bodies in the sand that I shaped in the sand, and it actually looked like bodies laying there. Oh, dead. wow. And uh, there's like pants and shirts out there, and I actually made the pants filled with sand and the wow. shirts. <laughs> so when these kids came up and said, "Mister, what are you doing?" I said, "Oh, I'm killing people and burying them." Well, they left, and I go, "No, no, I'm just kidding." But they left. They went and told their dad. He called Riviera Beach Police Department, WPEC, Riviera Beach Police Department. Holy cow! They all showed oh, wow. up out there. Yeah. That's and insane. They weren't really happy with me. Oh <laughs> my goodness! <laughs> but I think the best one was Alien Agenda and Dangerous Species because the cops, they, you know, like I said, they pulled they their pulled guns. They pulled their guns. And, oh my gosh! It, it could have yeah. been shot. Yeah. You know? Wow. So, uh, but that was a lot of fun. I, I remember Tim one time saying. Uh, he goes, you want to come out and see um, your co-star, Natasha? Yeah. Yeah. And I went, oh, I'm going to be working with a, a girl in the scene. I didn't even know that. This will be great. I said, is she good looking? Well, yeah, she's she's kind of good looking for what yeah. she is. And I'm like, okay. So we go out. We're getting in the parking lot. I go, so where's Natasha? Well, she's right over here. She's in the car. I go, what, what's she doing in the car? She's in the back seat. And I go, oh, that's weird. I guess yeah. she's taking a nap. <laughs> so they open the door, and I, I look in the back seat, and I don't see anything because she's under the seat. And I go, what's she doing under the seat? And the guy reaches under the seat and pulls out an 18-foot anaconda. And goes, you're gonna, scene with it. you're gonna do a scene with this snake. And I go, I'm not doing a scene with that snake. Yeah, like that ain't happening. He goes, he goes, no. He goes, fully fed. If it bites you, it'll just leave it. Leave a couple marks. There's oh the man right goodness. there. That's my security guard. Uh, that's a good guy to have around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anybody wants to mess with me, they go through him, him first. Anything. Yeah. So he's part of the Justice League. Uh, there you go. on his chest. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but, but this guy said, he goes, "You're doing the scene." I go, "I don't know, man. It's it's an 18 foot. I don't know if I want to." Yeah. He goes, "No, it's fully fed. If yeah. it bites you, it'll just leave two Good holes in you." But it, it worked out. It was a really cool scene. You know, well, I, I awesome. dance around the snake and stuff. But that that was pretty awesome too. But has there been any any? body or anything you've had to work with that was just really weird like like the snake or like a certain animal you work with that was like i never thought i'd ever do that probably just you know doing that thing with the anaconda that that thing was huge yeah. a boat constrictor oh There's wow a difference. Boat boat there is a difference yeah, yeah. yeah. um but doing that yeah because i was pretty nervous about that and tim yeah. kept going you'll be fine you'll be fine i go you come do the scene with yeah. the snake then <laughs> what did you have to do you're fine what did you have to do all i had snake? to do is just step through it but then they wanted to take pictures for fangori and oh, going, no. we're just gonna drape it over your shoulders i go no way yeah. so but they did they put it on me and the guy convinced me and tim was like come on man yeah. you know, you oh, like wow. those superheroes you always like that, that, Superman that's a good promoter a right there yeah. the good promoter will talk you into things yeah. you never wanted to do yeah. and will make you do that's it true. and yeah. make you think it was your idea yep. to do it so <laughs> Oh, That's well, a great I, I went promoter. My, with my friends in in high school, we went to to Disney World, yeah. and I didn't want to go on Space Mountain. And my buddy Don and Paul, they were both like, "Just stand in line with us. Yeah. Stand in line with us and go through the whole line. You can get out at any time. Just be our friend. Stay with us." I go, "Okay." 
We get a little bit in. I go, okay, I'm going to go down there, and I'm going to wait for you at the end of the ride. No, just stay with us and visit yeah, yeah, with yeah. us and talk to us. This happened four or five times, so we got right in front of the cars. And I go, okay, guys, I'm going to no, leave. I gotta go. I, I'm, I'm going to leave. I'll wait for you over there. Come on, Ray Blast, which is a superhero I created yeah. for myself. Yeah. And when he said that, I, and then there's this little kid going, look, Mom, he's afraid to get on. And I was like, all right, just strap me in the damn thing. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do this. And then do the whole thing. I'm like, never again. Well, hey, you're braver than me. I've never once been on Space Mountain. I can't stand roller coasters. I, okay, me yeah. too. Yeah, I, I can't <laughs> do it. Like, well, I've done some crazy stuff in my life, but roller coasters is my, nope, just, yeah, just won't I do was, it. Uh, well, they, they talked me into it, like you yeah. said. And on the way up. I realized I was strapped into this thing and I wasn't getting out. And the first thing I said was, damn you, Davis. That was my buddy as we're going up. 20 years later, my wife said, I won't do what your friends did to you. Yeah. Do you want to walk through Space Mountain? You can get out at the end. Yeah. I got all the way up there and I go, it's 20 years later. I'm older. I can handle Wiser. Space Mountain. Yeah, yeah. As we strap in and we're heading up, I go, damn you, Davis. <laughs> and as we went and she's laughing and every, the, the other people are laughing, they can, all can, they can hear is me going, never again. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh wow! It almost it reminds me the 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 first and pretty much only roller coaster I've really read is uh, Six Flags in Atlanta. They've got the big wooden roller coaster and huge. Oh yeah! And we go there and all my friends want to ride a roller coaster. And I'm like, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. They're like, Deuce, you said this trip this because we went for the weekend. And you get with a name like Deuce, yeah, how can you not do it exactly. Yeah. They're like, you said you were gonna try things you'd never do. Deuce, done go before. fight the Incredible yeah. Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> go off. The, Come on, you're Deuce. Many, fight many, him. Many of my life stories have started that way and have ended pretty poorly. I have somebody just going, hey, Deuce, do this. I'm like, okay. Let the yeah. snake bite you, Deuce. Yeah, exactly. Well, sure. And then, you know, six hours in the ER later, yeah, I'm like, yeah. that was a bad idea. <laughs> but I remember getting on it, and they made me get on it, and we got to the top, and I remember my idiot buddy, he goes, we're all gonna die. Yeah. And as we're just barreling down, and when I got off, I said, I will never, never, never ever again get on a roller coaster. This is ridiculous. Oh like, this was not fun. I I was I was wrecked the rest of the day. Like literally, I had a panic attack. I was I was done. Wow. Was like, wow. Man. No, I did the mummy. My wife yeah. and I were at um, Universal Universal yeah, Studios in, in Orlando, and she said it's not really a roller coaster. And I got on yeah. there; it really was a roller yeah. coaster, but I was okay. And then, and then, what's the one in Universal? It's like Atlantis or something. Oh said, yeah, yeah. Like, where it's like a show yeah. more than anything else. Well, not, in not that one. Then there's okay. another one. But it was oh, just a oh, ride. Oh, the Dueling Dragons? No, is it a roller it was coaster like or is it a ride? That comes down and splashes oh, Jurassic the water Park? all over it. Not Jurassic Park. I did ride that. Uh, there's the other one, which is like cartoon characters, and it's a big flume ride. Yeah, that, it's not that one either, but there, yeah. there's another one where you Is see, it the one with Popeye? <laughs> no, um, I think it's Universal. I'm pretty sure. No, it's not Universal. No, no, no. But it's it, SeaWorld is Atlantis where you get on it. it. It's a flume ride. Uh, and you that's go it. Through. Okay, it's a place where yeah, you yeah. pay $65 to get in. That's <laughs> yeah, good enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I asked the girl, I go, is this, is this like Jurassic Park? She goes, yeah. I said, it just goes around and then drops. She goes, yeah. yeah. So we get in there, and as we're going through it, it comes around one corner, and it's all lit up, and it's it's tracks, and they're going up sideways. I go, no, boom, and the thing goes up on its, its upside down and going, and I'm going, boom, and then oh the goodness. drop and everything, and that was and I go, well, it's, it's over like, now. Well, <laughs> we broke the seal on that one. Sometimes so, yeah. it's like if you don't know it, maybe you'd, you know, you'd yeah. be okay. Because yeah. at that point, you're strapped in. You, you're yeah. done. That's what are you going to do? Get out? Yep. Yeah. Can you please stop the ride so I can get yeah. off? Yeah. 85 feet in the air? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. 
Wow, that was a lot of stories about uh, <laughs> roller coasters, roller coasters <laughs> and not movie things. <laughs> hey, we're at conversational podcasts on the yeah, Happy Hour. It's all about just a, a steady stream of consciousness. I, yeah. I, I tell you, when, when I was in Iowa shooting uh, Body in a Dumpster, um, Christian. <laughs> I love that name. Uh, uh, I forget his name now, too. He's got, Sorry, Christian. He's wanted me to. Uh, he goes, Joel, you're good at this stuff. I want you to go into the bar and explain to the bar patrons what we're doing. And it was a redneck bar. It's in Des Moines, Iowa, and which was cool, though. It was 15 miles from the birthplace of Cedar McCall, which is very, very cool because cool. I'm a big Cedar McCall fan. And uh, we get in there, and so he just wants me to explain everything, so I'm telling everybody and everything. And there's this one big guy in there. I mean, big, I don't know, 400 pounds. And uh, damn, no, I can't remember his name. But uh, Kingpin or something like that. But we put him in, in the movie, and then I had Marcus Cook in there, who's a special effects guy, and he was going to do a scene where he's shooting pool. And he would, I told Marcus, I go, kind of look at him, and then he'll look at you, and then flip him off. Well, this dude thought it was for real. So every time Marcus would flip him off, he'd jump up and he'd go, you punk, I'm going to kill you. And I'd have to get up and go run over in between the two of them. And I'd go, no, 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 no. It's just a scene, man. It's just just doing a scene. And then Marcus would do it again, flip him off. He goes, I'm going to kill that little brick. And he'd go running over. And I go, no, you got to stop, man. (laughs) And then I finally cut him off. He goes, no more. I go, no more beer for... Pig pen or something, some kind yeah. of nickname like that. And he goes, oh, damn, Joel, you cut me off. <laughs> so that, that was cool, too, because I'm right, you know, right in the middle of it. And I, it always seems to be that. I always seem to get in the middle of two guys that want to kill each other, and yeah. I have to stop them. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. Well, what's your, been your favorite shoot location? Has there been one that you really loved? You were like, that was really fun to shoot at. Uh Creep was really cool because the the location and we were we, we made a thing look like a graveyard. Um, uh, oh, the Uh-Oh show with Herschel Gordon Lewis that was very cool because you know it was um, pretty close to Hollywood as you could get for yeah. you know a low budget movie because I think there's a uh, couple million on that maybe. I'm, wow, I'm not sure. wow, I, mean, I can't be sure. Hmm. Um, but that was cool when we got in there because all these sets they built all out of this in this area. They had that big spinning wheel that we would spin and and uh, all these doors like let's make a deal type. Thing. Oh wow! So that stuff was all indoors and cool. Um, I don't know. There's got to be some other ones. Uh, I mean, and then of course always fight scenes. If I'm doing a fight yeah. scene, you really got to work that out because. You know, um, you can get knocked out. You know, yeah. doing a fight scene or something. Yeah, you're, because you're gonna... if somebody makes the wrong move or yeah. something, you can really hurt yourself. Yeah. yeah. One, I did one for Marcus Kempton, and they really didn't check the guns. And when he, the guy, fired the thing off, he was aiming it too close, and it had, uh, it's just, it's paper wedges that are put in there for yeah. the blanks. Yeah. But they still fire out of the gun. Yeah. And that came in and shot me right, right below here. Oh. Right. Yeah. Hit my eye. And I remember screaming, I go, now that something came out of that gun. Because they kept saying nothing's going to come out of the gun. And the one girl said, she goes, I told you not to point that at anybody. And then I was screaming at the director, Marcus. I was going, Marcus doesn't give a damn about his actors. uh, (laughs) But, yeah, that was, you know, doing doing that. And then I told him, I go, in a fight scene, I said, let me choreograph all the fight scenes. Yeah. And um, one of them I said, I said, I I will do this only for you, Marcus. I haven't done this in 27 years. I haven't done a spinning sweep kick. Yeah. Yeah. And and I hadn't done one in 27 years, but I just dropped to my knees and threw the kick and took the guy out from under him. And and that was pretty cool, but I busted myself up a lot. I remember him saying, 
It was we were at a uh, the not the dollhouse, uh, one of those strip joints in Tampa, running across the stage. He goes, "Yeah, can you take a dive?" And I go, "At my age, are you kidding? I'll end up at the hospital. I'll I'll make it look like a dive, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Away well, or something. We'll, we'll make it was it enough, good. Yeah, yeah. but it was yeah. enough to do the fight scene. I yeah. told him, I go, man, yeah. And then and then I'm firing off all kind of weapons that I hadn't done before. I got shotguns and a 357 and a 44 and an Uzi. Wow, and wow. All this stuff off, you know. It's really an Expendables thing. Yeah, straight up Expendables. <laughs> yeah, yeah and that was um, that was called Peace, Love, Unity, Retribution. Wow. But I call it Hammer because that was my character's <laughs> name. Well, and I wrote that. That was a lot of fun. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Well, has, there, has there been any close calls on set? Have you ever had anything like you were saying about the, the wedge paper hitting you in the eye where you're like, damn, we got really, really close to having a bad, bad boo-boo? I, I know when we were doing Alien Agenda, Endangered Species, I remember being in a canoe out in the middle of Jonathan Dickinson's Dickinson Park, we were doing, uh, yeah. Tim was doing a shot from the shore, and I remember his wife, Kathy, yelling at me, she goes, Joel, and I go, yeah, and she goes, come in, you're surrounded by gators, that they were, <laughs> oh, wow, um, that's crazy, crazy. Yeah, they were circling the canoe, were they uh, really, and, and, they, and it was famous for that, Jonathan Dickinson State Park had gators, and there were yeah. signs, you gotta be careful when you're out there, right, um, other than that, you know, I've I've had some fight scenes with other guys where yeah. I'm like, okay, this guy knows we're doing a fight. We're, we're just acting here, right? Yeah. Right. And and to work it all out and stuff. Uh, reminds me when um, I read the story of Bruce Lee and Burt Ward in, the, yep. in Batman when they met up with the Green Hornet. Bruce Lee was very straightforward with his, with his martial arts. And Burt Ward was a martial artist too, but Burt Ward kept going, Bruce, you know we're just acting. Bruce, you know we're just acting. And then Bruce Lee finally went, Robin's a chicken, Robin's a chicken. <laughs> you know, you're just trying to tell some- I I've been on sets where I've tried to tell somebody. I go, look, man, this is what we're going to do. You're going to swing. I'm going to duck. And, Dude, I know how to fight. I go, yeah, you know how to fight in real life, but we need to fight in the Fake. movies. Yeah, we mean yeah. movie fight. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, and in a movie fight is different. In a real fight, you boom, you take the guy out. In a movie fight, you, you want to telegraph and do all the things right. you don't do in real life because then that gives the camera, if you do a cool roundhouse swing or something like that you know it's coming from texas and you got to hit the guy in san francisco it looks a lot cooler than just bam yeah people go oh just go bam yeah in real life but in the movie it yeah. won't look as cool you know so yeah, that's awesome well has there been anybody you've worked with so far that was like man like this was like somebody i really looked up to or somebody where it really starstruck you working with them it was really cool when I, I actually met Brooke McCarter in 2009 at Spooky Empire. Chris Woods and I were shooting at some video when we went around and talked to all the horror stars. And one of them was Brooke McCarter from the Lost Boys. Yeah. And I went up, did a whole interview with him, and I go, Brooke McCarter and Joel Wank will be working together soon, but I don't know when. We don't know, but it'll happen. And he goes, you know it, baby. <laughs> and then it was two th or t 2007. And then in 2009, uh, I was walking into the set of the Uh-Oh Show. Right, right. And Chris comes in the other day, and he goes, you're right, man. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, you and Brooke got the lead roles. And then I walked around the corner, and Brooke was coming the other way, and he goes, Joel Weinkoop. And I go, Brooke McCarter. I go, I told you we'd work together. And he's like, yeah, man, you said that two years ago. <laughs> so it was cool because he did Lost Boys. Yeah. And that was, that was an awesome movie. Yeah. And uh, so it was, it was really cool to work with him. Uh, of course, I met with uh, Jim O'Rear was awesome. In, up in Orlando, we were at a yeah. convention together. Uh, Scott Tepperman and I become really, really good friends from Ghost Hunters. Yeah. Uh, we're doing Truth at Air, Truth at Air 5 together. Nice. Um, 
who else? Uh, Anthony Wayne has always been a really cool, good friend of mine that did. Uh, anytime when he lived in town, I could pick up the phone and go, Anthony, can you be here in five minutes? We're going to shoot something. He didn't say what we're shooting. I got to eat <laughs> breakfast. He was like, I'll be there in seven minutes. And he was there and we go shoot stuff. That's we awesome. shot the TV show, Joel Wankup's The Other Side. We would do that. In fact, he always teased me because I'd say, he, he'd go, what are we shooting today? i go, I don't know. Just meet me at Hero Saving in 10 minutes. And he'd, be, he'd get there and he goes, do you know what we're doing yet? And I go, I have no idea. Let me go look at the alley. And he had a girl there with him that kind of wanted to watch that day. And she goes, you're kidding? He doesn't know what he's going to do? Yeah. But you guys are going to shoot something? And I go, give me 10 minutes. I go behind Heroes Haven, look down an alley. I came back 10 minutes later. I go, okay, I got two shows. Let's go shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, that's amazing. He just makes it up like that. And I found out recently that's what Roddenberry did. Roddenberry yeah. left because he was having like a meltdown on Star Trek. One of the other guys did too. And that guy left and that guy came back. And Roddenberry said, I got to leave. So this guy was in charge. And they were shooting an episode of Star Trek. Yeah. And Roddenberry happened to come back. And he got on the set and he went to the the other guy and he goes what are you doing he goes i'm shooting this scene we're gonna do this and kirk's doing this and spock and we're doing all this and roddenberry goes that's horrible we're not doing that he goes, it's too late we're already <laughs> shooting and he goes no 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 he goes i'll start rewriting it right now and he sat down writing it and then he called shatner over and 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 leonard nimoy over and deforest kelly over and he goes he goes look this is what you're going to be doing and they go they go well what about what he, he goes forget what he wrote this is what we're doing now <laughs> and they go there's no dialogue here just make something up do star trek stuff you know how to do it yeah just ad lib it and that's how they did one of the episodes wow and people just are just are just saying you know everybody's like no it's straight by the script not all the time no no sometimes not you gotta make time. it up on the fly yeah trust me me and johnny live our lives doing this by the seat of our pants because we'll there's literally been shows where we come in with a full write out of like okay we're gonna talk about this this and this five minutes in it's in the trash yep, can we don't do we're, it yeah we're just talking about whatever <laughs> oh abbott and costello yeah exactly yeah. When, they, when yeah. they went on the they went on one of their their earlier shows abbott and costello came on they, right. they gave him all the, the the material the sheets and he goes and he looks at costello he goes this isn't even funny he goes yeah, yeah. and he goes who's on first and they threw it over the shoulder and did who's on first and were a big hit wow, wow. The crap they had they were like it's garbage yeah yeah, yeah. that's crazy yeah, wow. sometimes it's just like, you know, like like like, you, you might have something prepared, and then you're looking at it thinking, you know, I can do much better without preparing. Yeah. I just do something. And it's it for us at least uh, because we are the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Once you get about four to six beers deep, it's like, you know yeah. what? Screw it. Let's throw the script yeah, out. Yeah. And see what, let's throw <laughs> I mean, stuff at a wall and see what happens. I, I mean, look at what happened today. We were supposed to be talking about midgets, and we haven't brought midgets <laughs> up yet. Well, we did just then. Yeah, well, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but yeah, that's what happens sometimes. And I'll tell you what, some of our best shows have been shows where me and it's just me and him riffing, like yeah. just me and him going off each other and ad yeah. libbing. And we've we've known each other since high school, so yep. it's easy awesome. for us just to yeah. bing yeah, bang yeah. boom off each other. Bounce because off of each you've other. Got, yeah. You've got that like mental connection that yeah. people yeah. don't have. But yeah. you know, when you've been around the person, he says you're it, very mental. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. locked very up. Very mental. Yeah, he called me the other night. and He goes, "He's mental. No. Super mental. Lock him up. <laughs> Arkham Asylum is waiting for you." <laughs> <laughs> but you've been around somebody 16 years. You've got like yeah. mental cues, and we've got visual cues yep. where we can look at each other. Yeah. And know, Would we need to go right or we need to go left? So yeah. I mean, it's just a whole unwritten language we have. Yeah. It makes it a lot, lot easier when you're doing something like this. That's yeah. awesome. Definitely. Nice skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> Good times, good times. So, Deuce, what else we got left? Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, we talked about everything under well, the sun. Uh, <laughs> S- Slasher Weekend's coming out with the Sleaze oh, Box. Yes. If you go to uh, thesleazebox.com or see them on Facebook, the Sleaze Box. 
don't even know if I'm supposed to say that, but Chris is taking forever to announce it. So, Chris Woods, I apologize, but it's taking too damn long. So, yeah. I'm spoiling it right now. Breaking news. Oh, That's right. Yeah, or we yep. break That's right. news. That's it. Slasher Weekend will be released by the Sleaze Box. Nice. And that's got, um, who's going to be in that? Ken Anthony, the second is going to be in it. My wife Kathy's in it. My right. friend Walter Maceda is in it. Andrew mm-hmm. Vingo's in it. Gustavo Perez is in it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Ashley Lynn Caputo's in it. Kelly, uh-huh. uh, Kelly Helen Thompson's in it. Uh, Emma Banks is in it. Rachel Stedham's in it. Um, myself is in it. And uh, probably, it's, uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool. It's kind of like a little Friday the 13th. And uh, it's not to be taken too serious. It's just yeah. for, it's like my more, wife says, yeah. there's a scene in there where the girl gets her neck spl- slit and there's more blood coming out of her than, you know, could ever be in Elm a Street. human body. Yeah. 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 And they yeah. said about Nightmare on Elm Street, Johnny Depp gets killed. Oh, yeah. Freddy gets him. Mm-hmm. All that blood. But the, yeah. there's, there's not that much blood in the human no, body. No, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what makes it fun, and everybody yeah. is complaining. Well, your last movies didn't have. There's no, there's no uh, nudity. There's no blood. There's no guts. I said, well, damn it. Then I'll just go shoot something again, like I did way back in the '80s. Well, I'll tell you what. I think it's kind of making that retro comeback now. Like I the still 80s like style. your skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> the '80s style, like slasher movies. I really think well, are slasher weekends very '80s. Yeah, that's and what I, it looks yeah. like that's what's coming back in style, man. Because I'll tell you what. It got for a while there, and, and to use a word I hate to use. It was like torture porn, these movies. It was yeah. just the saw, and they were grotesque, and they, they, they weren't good stories. They were just gross gore. out. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was just gore. And yeah. I'm like, there's there's no need for that. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like Jason or Nightmare on Elm Street were writing, you know, Shakespeare over there. But they were entertaining. <laughs> that and they is were Shakespeare. Fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, they were entertaining, and they were fun. It's like sometimes yeah. I just want to pop in a movie and turn my brain off for an hour and sure, a half. Sure, you sure, know, sure. And I don't want... Senseless ex- violence. Senseless yeah. violence where it's that graphic. Like, a good old slasher movie violence, I love it all day because it's just, it's fu- it should say violence is fun, but it is. It's just, it's fun and it's right. goofy and it's like, well, you know, you can have a good time with it. Unlike, you know, your saws and your words just well, really intense. Well, I was intense. about to say well, that. become too real. Yeah, saw, exactly. Saw, like the first Saw movie is a masterpiece. The first one, uh, because it's not about the blood and violence. There was no, no, hardly no. anything shown no, in the no, movie. No. It was all psychological, yeah. Hitchcockian, because they were like alluding to things, but they ne- they would never show, never it. show it. So it was almost more scary to me. The fact that it was all in your mind, and yeah. that's what was the genius behind Hitchcock. I mean, Hitchcock just he knew how to get into your cerebral mm-hmm. cortex and be like, all right, this is going to happen, and then you feel. Like, you, you look at yourself and like, wow, what if this were to happen to me? How would yeah. I react, you know? And that's what I love about those type of movies. But you, you're right. You get some of these movies like Hostel or something, or like yeah. Hostel Part 2, yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like super graphic, and you just see yeah. blood and guts and everything. And, and to me, that's that's not funny. entertaining. Yeah. Like it's that, almost kind that of funny. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to see more in the Hostel movies. I wanted to see more of the guys. Well, they kind of did, but I guess, you know, I, I, wanted, I just wanted to see one guy. Which, like I said, they kind of did with the – but I guess I wanted it more of a taken revenge type thing when the guys get found out or they go oh, back yeah. and they yeah, save yeah. the girls and they right. beat the crap out of the guys right. that are torturing them. And then, and then, so then they kind of did, but I think they found the guy in the bathroom and did whatever yeah. to him. And, and a girl had her eyeball pulled yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Which is weird because she's like walking around with her eyeball you yeah. know, yanked out of her. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but still, I mean, but yeah. still, but still cool and, yeah. you know. And fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's the thing. I like when I watch movies like, I don't go into anything looking for, unless it's something like American Sniper where I know it's going to be kind of heavy movie and like I'm going in because I'm going to learn something or get a big experience from it. A lot of the movies I watch, I watch for fun, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Or just I want to pop in a movie and turn my brain off for an hour and a half. Like I don't want a real deep 
intellectual experience. So oh, you like Slasher Weekend? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> no thinking about that. One. Well, Slasher Weekend. <laughs> well, I can't wait to promote it, and we'll yep. be more than happy to awesome, have it. And we'd you. love to have you come on and do an interview before it releases. Cool. Awesome. So if anyone probably be like June, I think is June. awesome. Oh, awesome! Right around my birthday, Joel D. Winecoop is giving me a birthday present. <laughs> That's what Chris Woods told yeah. me. Goes June. It's, you know, yeah. we're gonna do it special. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, so if someone says, hey, I like this Joel D. Winecoop, I want to have him in my film, how do they get a hold of you? How do they contact you? Do you have uh, like an agent or do you do it through email? Uh, what, what, what's yeah, the best way to get a hold of you? It's like Facebook is everything for, you know, everybody's sure. got a Facebook. So yeah, right. just, just go to Facebook, Joel, Joel D. Winecoop. That's W-Y-N-K-O-O-P. Yeah. So. Yeah, because anybody can just hit you on Facebook. And I got a bunch of Facebook accounts, but if they use the, the Joel D. Winecoop one, that's where yep. I'm mostly at. Active. Right. There's Definitely. Joel D. Wankum slash Weekend, Joel D. Wankum's Lost Faith. Right. Um, uh, the other side. and all the, But the most one is just the Joel D. Wankum one that I use. Give the, give the part to Wankoop. That guy can play anyone. So he that's can play true. anyone. Oh, yeah, oh that's what his shirt says. That's what the T-shirt says. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Which Look at you can buy yep. from yeah. Joel D. Wankoop on his website. <laughs> get, so, get down here to Sci-Fi uh, Bartow and, and buy my last T-shirt. He might even autograph it for you. There that's you right. go. There you go. So... Joel, it's been a pleasure. Awesome, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on, Thank Joel. Thank you, guys. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, definitely hit him up if you have any questions about any projects he's doing. Buy his merch. Support him. It's the best thing you can do. And thank you so much for watching. And you folks have an excellent time. We'll talk have to you soon. Have an awesome night. Yeah. Right, later. Thanks, guys. Um, there's several ways people can find us on the internet, Goose. There is. You can find us hhpodcastshow at gmail.com or you can hit us up with the Twitter machine at hhpodcastshow or facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show that's right uh, and there's several ways like you can find us we want like we keep saying we want to do this mailbag episode we're actually probably going to drop a date soon so stay tuned and when yeah. we want mail submissions deadline well just by. send them now just send them now you, just yep. go ahead and send them now because yep. we'll if we get mail in, we're just gonna save it until we do a mailbag. Right. And we, we actually also had a couple of Lila. we actually had a couple episodes, a couple of mail pieces we didn't get to do in our last uh, yeah. mailbag episode. So we well, saved them. We yeah. saved them. So definitely hit that up. And um, there's so many hashtags. You guys know the drill. Hashtag yeah. Happy Hour Podcast. podcast. Hashtag HH Podcast Show. And hashtag Deuces on the Loose. Later. See ya.